0: scientific challenges transcend national frontiers and national prejudices in a sense this has always been true for the language of science has always been universal and perhaps scientists have been the most international of all professions in their outlook Sequence 1, Six, five, four, three, two, one, zero, stop. We have a lift off. Thirty-two minutes past the hour. Lift off on Apollo Eleven. Here we are for episode three of season two of Cosmic Castaway. Thanks for tuning in, all three of you. Welcome. Uh, so today. Is going to be a little change of pace from the last two episodes, where I tended to kind of go on a couple uh, long, drawn out rants regarding, I think, two very significant problems facing our uh, information space. Right? How we gather information, how we you know use that information to form opinions, and then how we uh, look to to experts to kind of again solidify our positions. Um, but today, I kind of want to actually get a little closer to the roots. Of what Cosmic Castaway is all about, um, and there you know there's some symbolism in that name. I think that's kind of the fun part about naming a podcast is you can kind of have some some symbolism, some some messaging, right? And today's episode is going to be all about the Artemis One mission. And for those of you who are not familiar with this mission, it will be the first uh, lunar mission. In 50 years, or almost 50 years, right? So we were last on the moon with a manned mission in 1972, December of, uh, and it's 2022. So if we do the math there, that's nearly 50 years. Um, and I find that one to be somewhat sad, and and not necessarily depressing, right, but uh, disappointing. Because if you think about it, if we were to imagine kind of this nice exponential growth of our space capabilities and our ability to... Uh, to take people into space, you could imagine potentially if we had stayed on track and continue to move towards, you know, bolder and bolder missions, farther and farther away from Earth, where we could have ended up. Now, on the on the counter and the f- flip side of the argument, perhaps we weren't necessarily technologically ready. There's a lot of challenges that go to uh, deep space uh, human uh, space exploration, right? Um, but still, it's kind of uh, I think always on somebody's mind when we think back on if we just could have kept going where would we, where would we be now? But that's not the point. We're here in 2022, and in nine days, uh, when I'm recording this, I am recording it early because again, as most of you know, I'm starting my semester here in uh, a couple days. I'm recording these prior to and want to make sure I have these out. But in nine days from this recording, and a couple days after. I'll have this episode out, unfortunately. I will not not have this episode out before the 29th. This will be the Friday after the 29th. But uh, all the same, the SLS, the Space Launch System, will take the Orion space capsule up into the deepest parts of space that any uh, human-oriented mission, and this will not be crewed, right, but Orion is specifically meant to be a crewed capsule. Um, so this will be the deepest in space uh, that a crewed capsule has ever gone. And that is, that is pretty, pretty special and pretty unique. Um, as I'm reading this, I haven't been able to solidify whether or not they intend to take some wonderful images of the lunar surface, considering that there will be a 60 nautical mile uh, surface flyby um, at some point in the uh, transit, um, as they actually, uh, enter into lunar orbit. Um, I'm hopeful and I, I highly suspect that there will be, uh, I'll, I'll confirm later, but, uh, if they don't do that, they're missing out on a wonderful opportunity and I'm extremely excited on what they can get. Um, but I wanted to kind of talk not just about the Artemis mission, but kind of the, I think the significance of NASA of human space exploration and what it really means to us as not just Americans, right? But as a species. Um, because obviously space exploration at some point we've all recognized is a massive collaborative effort. Uh, there will not there will not be singular countries going into um, something like a Mars mission and beyond, right? It will be a very significant enterprise if we're to do it safely, successfully, um, and for the benefit of all, of all humankind, right? Uh, so I thought I'd take a, a quick quick episode to, to talk about what I think space exploration means to us. Um, so let's first off start with what I think, when I look back as a kid, the things that I revered the most were the crew members of the Apollo 11 uh, mission, right Neil Armstrong Buzz Aldrin and Michael Collins um and I you know I think it might sound cliche but let's be frank I mean the first ones to ever land on the moon uh it was a moment in american history that is unparalleled I think if you ask me by anything else um I'll be a little cheesy but I mean really since the founding uh there's just not anything I mean really for all humankind like there's just not a single moment in human history where you can sit there and go yeah that moment surpasses the the gravity, the uh, enormity of the importance of that moment. And I think as a kid, I always thought to myself how wonderful and cool and awesome it would be to follow in their footsteps and do something just as uh, remarkable, and as amazing. You know, you know, I'm working there. I'm, I'm pushing the age, uh, where most of the, uh, crew members were, you know, they're about 35. I think most of them were about that time. Um, you know, so I'm getting close. I may not get there. I may not have that significant uh, event under my belt, but you know, who knows, time will tell. Um, but the point of the matter is, is that um, the fact of the matter is that when I was a kid, I looked up to them and I thought to myself, how amazing that not just these three guys, but the amount of teamwork and the amount of effort from the thousands of people behind the Apollo program that it took to accomplish what really, in the grand scheme of it all, were mere moments, right? I mean, all the training, all the testing. Every bit of the years of preparation was done by thousands of people. And when you start scaling that up, especially, you know, with the International Space Station and the eventual hope, you know, hope that we go to other places, not just, you know, crewed missions to Mars or et cetera like that, but exploration to moons like Titan, um, Europa, Io, all the wonderful things we can learn about our solar system with extensive collaborative efforts, space offers something to humanity that really is unrivaled, right? We live in a, in a, a global time, and we have become more interconnected than any other point in human history, right? Social media, you name it. We are linked now more than ever. And you can kind of see, and I've talked about this a little bit in the previous episodes, you can kind of see and tell, That some of this is still so new that there's a lot of you know feeling it out, and through that feeling out process, there you know is plenty of bumps along the way. It's it's hard to imagine the amount of cultural differences and the amount of uh, you know the religions, the the ways of life, all kind of coming together uh, and being able to to unify under you know one particular goal. And there, I don't think there'll ever be a point in in our human history or society where we all kind of see eye to eye on everything, but I do think there is, it's almost inevitable by sheer necessity that at some point we will all have to acknowledge the collaborative effort we must embark on in order to coexist and in order for the human species to continue on, you know, for, I hope millennia, right? For, for as long as possible. Um, because if we're not careful, right, we can end up like any other uh, animal on this planet, and like the millions of other species that have found themselves extinct. There's that common joke that you hear at NASA, right? Uh, if the dinosaurs had a NASA, they might still be here, right? Um, obviously, they also needed, you know, billions of dollars to, to go into NASA and an entire asteroid defense system. But anyways, uh, point being that space offers a chance for humanity to find that common ground, that goal, Uh, because you, you know, despite our differences, despite uh, the different cultures, et cetera, we all kind of share in one common question on one common endeavor, and that is where the hell do we come from? Um, And, you know, some people fill those answers with religion. Some people fill those answers with different spiritual uh, spiritual journeys, right? But I think in general, we all kind of feel unsatisfied with most of the answers, uh, that we have, or at least we, we yearn for more underneath, uh, that answer, right? It might be satisfactory, but we always kind of have that, that itch to know more. And, um, I think we all know that at some point in, in, uh, in the future, moving farther and farther into space, the money necessary to do so, the technological, uh, leaps and, and, um, and, uh, progression, uh, necessary to do so. They're all going to have to be collaborative effort efforts. There's not going to be a singular country, you know, pushing forward and, and funding it all. Right. Um, there needs to, and it needs to be multi, a multi-pronged approach. And a lot of people, you know, so let me, let me structure this a little bit. So I'm starting off with kind of identifying why, what I think is so important about human space exploration. And that is that I think it is a common ground for all of humanity to kind of find some, some purpose in right? Um, Outside of our daily lives, I think it's unique. It's important to have something we all kind of look up to and go, wow, that's amazing. I think that's what Apollo 11 was. And the Apollo program was for a lot of people around the world. It was that moment where we saw what humans could achieve, right? We had all this crap going on during that time. And I mean, Apollo program was so close in certain instances to being just cut, right? Because of money. And, and you know, eventually it was cut because of money, right? Once the awe kind of wore away, and and you know, unfortunately, you know, our our, our human minds have a tendency to be a little bit, you know, okay, one thing to the next. That was great. Let's go into the next thing. We we get a little uh, a little bored with certain things. Um, but I think what Apollo Eleven was to to everyone around the world was this singular moment where, for a second, we all just kind of put away those differences and, and those cultural uh, uh, gaps. Um, and, uh, we were able to see what it all meant and, and, and kind of just enjoy it for what it was. And that was beautiful, especially to me growing up as a kid. Um, you know, I, I really rooted myself in that moment, uh, spiritually, um, you know, fundamentally that that was the thing that I, I held out, you know, throughout my entire life is something to kind of to ground myself and go, hey, look, this is what we're capable of doing. This is what we can do if we just you know, put, put the effort, put the mind to it. And so coming up on this Artemis mission, um, there's a little bit of that tingling uh, and excitement again, right? There's this thing where I can think about uh, at one point in my lifetime, I didn't get to obviously see Apollo 11 or any of the other Apollos to follow it, uh, land on the moon, right? Uh, Gene Cernan and his mission Apollo 17 I didn't get to see that right I wasn't even uh, my mom was barely out of she wasn't even in <laughs> she wasn't even five years old when that happened to really think about that so it's a little weird just um, to, to think about how long ago these kind of moments were and don't get me wrong um, you know the shuttle missions were unique for me uh, the ISS is is cool um, but it's it's a weird kind of turning back inward if you will those missions is wonderful and amazing as much of the science and and uh, and research we've been able to do, and all the knowledge that we've accrued in doing so, in the collaboration with multiple countries that we've accrued in doing so, as much as that is wonderful, uh, you know. Once you once you hit the moon, right? You kind of, in order to kind of have that same uh, gravitas about the the event, you 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 have to kind of go big, er, right? and not come back inwards. And so so turning back into, uh, you know, low-Earth orbit type stuff cannot seem near as grand. And then you have all the financial woes that the ISS kind of ran into and, and the shuttle mission ran into. And, and you know, so it, it, they never became what they really were supposed to be. Um, and so, you know, thinking about this Artemis mission, this, this is my moment that I think my mom's generation and the generation before her, they had that I always wanted and always dreamt of so I'm getting you know I'm getting extremely excited about this Artemis one mission and the Artemis missions to follow and what it means for us as a country and what it could potentially mean for us as a species right it's another moment where we can look at in history and go hey look we've got this chance to to step up and 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 really show what we as a human species are capable of doing all right so that's that's my first bit my first intro to to why I think space exploration is so important. My second piece is I want to kind of address where I think a lot of people probably have concerns with human space exploration, and that is the cost. Okay, there is no denying that it costs a lot of money uh, to send humans into space, uh, to have a space program, and for some, the question might, you know, remain: Why are we spending these this type of expenditure, this, this money on something that doesn't solve a lot of problems here on earth, right? We have so many problems here on earth. Why are we focusing on solving problems in space, right? Getting to Mars, getting the moon, whatever have you. And my answer to that is, isn't going to be the, the kind of typical or general response where people say, well, if we, if we go, maybe we'll solve uh, some of the problems along the way, because that's, that's hopeful. But I do think In kind of the same line of that or same vein of of that, the economic output that NASA produces is kind of unparalleled in terms of of government agencies, right? The military um, produces a lot of jobs and and produces a lot of of economic outsourcing and outflow, right? But it's so large that in terms of the amount of dollars the DOD gets and NASA gets, NASA is far more efficient, if you ask really anybody. Um, and I, I will uh, do a future uh, deep dive on that because I do think it's interesting. But uh, NASA is extremely small budget comparatively to the DoD, and um, it's a lot more refined in its economic output uh, that it actually produces. Um, and so I think that's one reason uh, is that um, in, in the process of the research produced and, and the technology produced. Uh, there's a lot of economic uh, drivers to have to have a NASA and have space exploration. Um, another one uh, really is rooted in that first point. We kind of need a goal. And sometimes that goal, even if it might be expensive, such as space exploration, that goal has to be extravagant. And the problems we have here on on Earth certainly need to be addressed. Right. Climate crisis. Uh, the economic instabilities decreasing, uh, middle-class. And I, I won't get into the economics, uh, <laughs> quite well in this episode, that'd be for a later episode, but I think it's very clear that we do have a lot of, uh, of problems facing us uh, as both a country and as a, as a, you know, as a world. Right. And, um, it might be hard for some to see the validity and that, uh, uh, diverging focus or, or, um moving focus away from those problems and in, 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 in space and those valids are are well founded in a lot of ways okay because most of my answers are going to be more of my own personal feelings about it um, and you know ultimately you have to see the way I see things in order to agree and if you don't agree that's completely that's completely valid and completely fine uh, but I think we do need a goal and um, when we have something as extravagant as human uh, space exploration uh, there's this wonderful, residual effect that kind of takes place. And that is, uh, you know, a positive outlook. And I'll give you an an analogy that may not necessarily hit the mark per se, but I do think it kind of, in a way, uh, it explains my feelings on this part. So there, there's a saying when you expect an outcome, it becomes a a, a self-fulfilling prophecy. Right? It's not so much a saying. That's me just uh, making an, a generalization. right? But you've probably heard this, the, the term or um, you know, when, you, when you try to prevent something from happening, it, t- it tends to happen. Uh, and uh, a good example of that is in the stock market. In the stock market, when all you hear is doom and gloom about the outlook of the economy and where the stock market is going to end up going, guess what happens to the stock market? It goes down. Right. When when uh, investor sentiment be- turns into uh, uh, negative sentiment, that's usually what drives things lower. Um, and in the same way, when all we're doing is being inundated with a bunch of crap going on around the world. Right. We've got the war in Ukraine. We've got um, uh, economic collapse going on in, in a lot of different countries. Um, you know, it, it, when we were inundated by the news with nothing but negativity and nothing but uh, junk. Well, guess what tends to be the, the the sentiment around the world, right, and here in the states, negative. And people who who become negative, depressed, and have this terrible outlook on what's to happen don't generally have a lot of reason to you know push forward and and strive for for gains in areas where our human civilization could benefit from it. Um, and that's why I think human space exploration is so important because, although costly, um, there is some wonderful tech that comes out of it. There's some wonderful economic benefits that come out of it. And, and more importantly, in my mind, the most important thing about it is it gives us all something that universally we can be positive about. And when something as remarkable as humans getting back to the moon happens, it gives us that little bit of a, of a, uh, that momentum, that much-needed momentum um, to keep pressing forward on tough issues here in, in on planet Earth, right? There needs to be a reason why we we collaborate and band together to solve the problems here on planet Earth. And so far, we're not doing a great job of it, and I think a lot of that has to do with the fact that we don't have a lot of anything unifying us. We don't have a lot of anything really going, Hey, again to quote uh, you know in the high school musical right we're all in this together but I think we forget that so often that none of us really have the incentive to to do anything about it right you see the way we uh, you see the way we vote and we see how polarized we are politically not just here in the states but around the world right we've got a lot of issues on the international stage a lot of uh, a lot of division a lot of cultural differences um, and a lot of that unfortunately is just a bunch of petty bullshit um, there's there's not a lot of of benefit to all of us just having all these these grievances with one another um that end up just getting us farther and farther away from the ultimate goal of just you know being able to to live our lives without having to you know always think it's about to the roof's about to come down on our our heads um I, I'm getting away from my point as I tend to do um but I'm trying to say here that it is my view that human space exploration provides an outlet, a much needed one, uh, that, um, we can ground ourselves in and we can all take awe, uh, when we achieve something as remarkable as humans, humans on the moon. So, um, you know, feel free to let me know on, on maybe reasons why you think human exploration is important. I think, uh, I don't think I know anybody who doesn't look back on, you know, except for people who think it never happened. There are a few of those, but I think for the most part, people who look at what, what took place with the Apollo missions, they look back on it and go, man, that was freaking awesome. Right. That was, that was humans at their best. And, uh, to quote, I won't quote him, but I'll, I'll paraphrase, um, the, the late Carl Sagan, a uh, personal hero of mine, um, you know, there's a, a series out there called the Carl Sagan series. I don't know if anybody's ever heard of it, but it's this little rendition of, um, um, uh, some, some audio clips of his during, I don't know if necessarily his lectures, but a lot of it comes from his series, the, the cosmos. And, uh, he, you know, he kind of basically says that, you know, we've kind of become mundane, right? Our, our day to days are, are kind of dull. We're doing the same stuff every single day. And it's, uh, it's, it's taxing on our mental because what's the point of all of it, right? Um, if we don't have something to strive towards and something to look forward to and something to, you know, persevere in, uh, we can get a little dull. And, um, you know, a lot of people, I think fundamentally, want something exciting to look forward to, right? Think about how much more of motivating it is to get through a week of work when you've got a vacation on the horizon. <laughs> Just as a small example. Uh, and, and sure, maybe maybe not for, for everybody. Something like landing, you know, a crude mission on the moon is is that extravagant or amazing? But I can argue most people think it is. Okay. Um, so be- before I continue to ramble on, let me summarize with my excitement for the Artemis One mission. It takes place on the or took place uh, as the recording of this. I'm obviously before the mission has has happened on the 29th, uh, but. I am hoping and crossing my figure, fingers that as this uh, episode airs, we are all reading news headlines and, and hopefully seeing some pictures of uh, the mission and uh, and reading about how successful it was uh, because we're all going to be better for it, right? And um, I think we all need something that we all look forward to, and I'm looking forward to the Artemis one mission. So uh, let me know on Instagram if uh, you have certain... Uh, fondness to maybe a, a part of NASA's history or a part of the ESA's history or really any space exploration or maybe far down in the past when we first discovered, you know, uh, Jupiter or something, what what kind of moment in, uh, in history do you kind of look at and go, hey, this is where humans kind of made their mark, right? We got a lot of them, right? Um, so let me know what, what kind of, what kind of resonates with you and what grounds you or what makes you excited about things. Cause I know as an aerospace engineer, uh, uh, student, or that's, you know, that's my major. I think the one thing that, again, that pushes me forward is that Apollo 11 mission, right? And all of the Apollo missions and and all the work that came before that, the Gemini uh, missions, the Mercury missions, those, those missions and the astronauts, right? One of the first books um, uh, I, I ever uh, uh, read as a kid was the right stuff um, and the cosmos, um, by Carl Sagan. And, uh, you know, so those, those two books resonate with me, uh, profoundly and have, have kind of driven me down the path that I'm taking. And I know for a lot of people, they have something similar. Um, so let me know what that is. Uh, I'll end it here. Um, so, you know, uh, space exploration is awesome. That's all I can say. So I hope you have a wonderful week. I hope again we're reading articles about the Artemis One mission success, and uh, let me know what you think about him and space exploration. I know that was again um, not necessarily rooted in a lot of of, of research. Uh, I kind of went off off a whim there and kind of answered a little bit of what I feel about space exploration. Um, so let me know what you think it means and, and hit me up with some uh, some details if you'd like. All right, on that note, you'll have a wonderful week. I'm out. <laughs>